This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Fake News. Donald Trump is dead. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is also brought to you by Rick rolling yourself in your car. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. This is Real Garbage. I've been wearing a hat a lot. Really? I'm just gonna, my hair is getting, it's getting long. Well, it's getting, not like long, long, but it's getting yeah. longer. But it's at the point where it's parting itself now. So oh. I've been, check, check this out. <laughs> so I've been like having it over this way okay. for a long time, and now it's just doing this it's, yeah. on its own. I got like my, my boy band hair. Mm-hmm. I'm getting Very the boys back together. Getting the band back together. What's up? You're going back to work soon, though. Your quarantine is almost coming to an end. I know. I'm still kind of, like, worried about it just because, like, I know, like, me and my family and, like, the people that are in my close circle, like, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people that are, like, whatever, still, and just don't give a shit. And now going back into the workforce with, like, potential to be around those people, I'm like, fuck, second wave, here we fucking come. Well, like, we're we're going to be okay. I heard the numbers today, and we only uh, we only had, like, 115 to 125 cases on the island. Yeah. And we haven't had a new case in, like, 12 days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we're, we're good. Yeah. So as long as... The people stay in fucking Vancouver. Yeah. As long <laughs> as they don't start pumping people over here on the ferries and letting them fly in here and open mm-hmm. the borders anytime soon. Yeah. We'll be all right for the summer, I think. No mm-hmm. cruise ships coming in. No. Keep them away. Yeah, They're disgusting, truly. even without COVID. <laughs> I know. We don't need them. Well, no. the tourism industry does. And yeah. the service industry but... does. So there's going to be... Downtown's going to be suffering a little bit. Yeah. I think everyone has to. Everyone that was locked up is obligated. To go and fucking get wild. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> and make to, up to, for it. Yeah. Like, I am i won't because I haven't been, like, confined here because I've been working. So, mm-hmm. but go nuts. Go out and go nuts. I, Support like, your local, your local beverage yeah. providers. So, we started, like, quarantining, self-isolating on March 17th. So St. Patrick's Day was taken away from people, kind of. Yeah. And my birthday was three days later and, like, had a quarantine birthday as well as, like, a few other people I know. So my friend Ellen and I, who have the same birthday and we always celebrate together, um, we decided that as soon as, like, phase three hits and, like, clubs reopen, we're just... <laughs> We're officially not 25 yet. We're still 24 because we haven't been able to celebrate. And then when we are able to go and get wild, it's going to be so messy. (laughs) I wonder what clubs, when clubs will open and which ones will be the first to open. Upstairs, probably. Probably. And district. Clubs. Yeah. I I went to a a club three years ago. I'm 37. I'm 37 years old. I don't go to clubs. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't gone to a club since I was like 27. It's but like a w- it's couple times a year thing for me. It's a weird, it's a, like a time warp walking into one. I know. It was weird. Everybody was too sweaty mm-hmm. and just. And too young looking. Oh my God. Even when I go in there, like, I'm like, oh, I feel like an old lady. I felt like an uncle. 
Yeah, yeah, like dad. those creepy single drunk yeah. uncles that are like, just, I don't want to. I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, I get yeah. one beer, and I'm like, looking around, like, get me out of here. See, for me, the draw for like still going to like bars and clubs is if I just like get in the mood to dance. I'm like, I don't even care if I go to like the like dirty district. I just want to go and like have a good time with my friends and dance, and you know, I just dance in my living room. Well, just sometimes get, that get doesn't cut it for me. That was that's what I was doing today. On. Like I was in my bathroom and I was cleaning and I was just like listening to feel good music, and then like a club banger song came on and I was like, "Fuck, I really want to go." Well, those are always good in the car. My buddy Tyler's been sending me some like dancier tracks. I think he's playing a lot of Forza or something. He's like, check this Ooh. one out. Most of the time, they're, they're they're pretty good songs, but a couple times I'm like, man, I feel like I should be jumping a, a snowmobile over a 60-foot <laughs> jump while I'm listening to this. Like, what the fuck is this? Boom. Like, just dubstepy and stuff. I'm like, all right, cool, man. You Surprisingly, know. I, like, speaking of, like, going ham and wild, um, when Brandon and I went to Vegas, we did not get super wild. No? No. We never made it to... We were like old people. <laughs> we it's never... It's too hot out here. Yeah. We... It was hot. Because well, like we went in August. 44 degrees. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was <sighs> so hot. So hot in Vegas. So hot. But like our first day there when we checked into our hotel, um, our, the pool of the hotel was on the roof and... It, they were having like a party and there was a DJ. So it was, hmm. we went to the club up there as soon as we checked in, but the water was so hot. It was like bath water. Uh. And we were like, yuck. <laughs> and like the drinks were super expensive, obviously. And well, don't, aren't yours usually free? Mm-hmm. Your girl in Vegas. No, with her boyfriend. Yeah, but you just leave him at the pool. I'm like, babe, stay, stay yeah. in the bath water. That's what I've heard. Anyway, you just stay there. I'm going to get us some drinks. It's when I, when I was in Vegas with my girlfriend Morgan a few years ago, we got free drinks left and right. Yeah. But... Yeah, it doesn't work when you go there with your boyfriend. Yeah, so you just gotta, you gotta, you just gotta plan. And you want to know how I know that? Because I went to the bar by myself to go get us drinks, and I was wearing a thongkini, and nobody offered to buy me drinks. And it was like, it's like they have, like the guys in Vegas have a radar. Like, yeah, her boyfriend's over there. They're respect. They're respectful. Is that what you're saying? Maybe because I look happy. They're like, she looks too happy. She's most guys are just pieces of shit. I know. I know. Uh, we went to Fremont Street and we're walking around. And then the peak of like the trip for both of us was going to the Mob Museum in Fremont Street. And it's like government run. So everything that is displayed there and talked about is legit. Like, mm. And it was so cool. You learned about so many different mobsters and how like they basically built Vegas. And one of them you learned about is John Gotti. John Gotti. Gotti. Was uh, so I okay. Did you research John Gotti at all before we watch this? Because I I just I wiki, I, I wikied him. I wiki I, I googled him. Mm-hmm. I was like Wikipedia, and it's just like he was a mobster in New York in the seventies. He mm-hmm. became head of the Gambino crime family, and then he died in prison after getting yeah. five licenses. It's a pretty cut and dry story. Yeah, I he was one of the like main mobsters that Brian and I learned about at the museum when we went there. Mm. Um, but it's so wild, just the mob in general. Like, the government inadvertently started the mob. Like, the government's behind everything. Yeah. It, <laughs> the <laughs> government! Put your tinfoil hat on. Yeah. No, but, like, 
um, when pro when the government voted in prohibition, that's what started like you know the mob organized crime. Basically. Yes, yeah, that's like the government's responsible for organized crime. Like, and it it wasn't how like, fucking ironic. They f- knew they probably knew it was going to happen. I don't know. They were I, probably I, they were <laughs> probably like it'll happen, but we can control it. I'm sure there's probably a conspiracy out there where it's like, we had to create organized crime to make sure that we could keep the people in fear of organized crime so we could do things behind the scenes. Like, it's... Um, yeah. Who... That's the crazy thing. We can get deep in conspiracy shit. Yeah. Like, who knows? My my mom and I love... She loves talking conspiracies <laughs> and I just listen. But, um, yeah, some of the shit that, that like, people conspire about is insane. I love that. I told you about the 5G tower. Yes. One. That was ridiculous, oh, God. and like I like thank you for that explanation that it, they operate on the same frequency as microwaves. microwaves. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I'm not giving you like they have they have uh, softer frequencies than AM and FM radio. <laughs> well, and I would like to think that our technology is getting to the point where we can create things that don't blast us with with yeah. waves <laughs> of energy. I, like uh, stuff in the 50s and 60s, sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what, you living under power lines? Like, yeah, if you live under power lines, yeah, you can kind of, you can see how this would take a toll on someone. <laughs> but you're hearing something like, like when we've had 3G and 4G for the last yeah. 15 years, like 3G for 15 years. Like, I remember getting my first smartphone, first iPhone in 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. So at least, at least 13 years. And yeah, I don't, I don't really think that they fucking affect us at all. No. We keep our phones in our pockets. Yeah. We carry them around like, we're just brainwashed by them. That's all. I know. They're not, I don't think they're giving us cancer or whatever people think that they're giving us. Coronavirus. Oh God. It's some insane people. It's some insane conspiracies though. (laughs) The lizard people went under Antarctica is interesting. Mm. And people, there's one guy that claims he's seen people blink sideways. Like there's actually lizard people. Okay. And they're in charge of everything. They're in charge of the world. They're running the world. <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> we could be lizard people. We don't know. That'd be cool. Be interesting. I hate like sitting in the sunlight though. So I don't think I'm a lizard person. Okay. Yeah. I put okay. So I put Gotti on the list. I didn't even look up the ratings on it before I put it on my list. There's a Rotten Tomatoes ratings conspiracy with this movie. There absolutely is. Because I looked at I started watching. I got 10 because you told me. You're like, I'm watching Gotti and I don't hate it. Yeah. John Travolta's actually doing a good job. I'm like, huh, interesting. Huh, weird. So I got <laughs> John Travolta's acting well. What? No. This isn't Broken Arrow or Face Off. Or what was the alien? Battlefield Earth. Ugh. My brain said Battlestar Galactica, and I was like, that's not Don't it. Don't you ever speak ill of Battlestar. <laughs> so I, I put this on the list because I heard it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I heard John Travolta did a shitty job. Mm-hmm. I heard his, Gotti's family hates hated Travolta mm-hmm. and hated the movie. And then I start watching it. I get 10 minutes in. I'm like, hmm, well, this is, it's, it's okay. And mm-hmm. I look up the ratings. I'm like, 60%, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, 82 from the viewers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, and then but I only got a 4.8 on IMDb, which which is pretty low. That's the first yeah. score that I saw, so I'm already like, it's gonna suck. Then I see the 82% from the viewers. I'm like, what? And then, in doing my classic movie research, John Gotti's family sought out John Travolta for the role. Really? They were the wow. ones that were like, we want John Travolta to play this role. So, well, you know what I thought because I'm looking at pictures of him as I'm watching this. Uh, he looked more to me, he looked more like Dan Aykroyd. 
in a mm. lot of his pictures, he kind of had like a happy head. A he had dimples, mm-hmm. but so like Travolta had the di- Travolta's dimples looked fake. Yeah, they looked makeuped in. Apparently, he supplied his own wigs for the role. Really? Yeah. He's just got a got trunk a full of <laughs> just wise guy wigs. <laughs> hey, over here, put that wig on over there. I did like I looked into John Travolta's background and his. He's a wise guy. Yeah. I think like his dad is Italian and his mom is Irish. And I was like, two mafias. Whoa. The Irish mob and the Italian mob. The Italian Catholic. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was very surprised. Mm -hmm. But to me, like, I love Martin Scorsese movies. Yeah. Wait, this was him? No. Oh, okay. I was like, that didn't seem like it. This movie overall was just the the story was all over the place Mm -hmm. they jumped back and forth in time a lot yeah and and they didn't clarify what time period it was until eventually you saw a character and you were like yeah because they started off they're like 99 73 Mm -hmm. and then it was like 74 he's locked up and he's like arguing with his wife like Mm -hmm. you don't he's never gonna be a cop you don't even think about being a don't let my son dress up as a cop jesus christ he's gonna be a cop for halloween you never fucking speak of cops like holy shit good parenting but the the jumping back and forth the thing that confused me the most of this movie, because you could keep track of him and young John, mm-hmm. but it was that they didn't really make it clear who the other characters were through the time. And there were a lot of characters, a lot of names, yeah, a lot of muffled talk down here about yep. stuff going on here. And I found it, I had to turn the subtitles on 35 minutes in. I should have started with them <laughs> on because I missed a lot. Mm. So this movie kind of jumps back and forth between him getting a, him becoming a made man. And then back to 99 where he's in prison with cancer, talking to his son because his son's now the boss. The son's been in jail for a while at this point. His son's saying he wants the cop a plea so he can finish serving a sentence and mm-hmm. get the fuck out of prison so he can be with his family. Mm-hmm. And God, he's not having it. Yeah, God, he's like, you don't take a fucking plea. And that, the, the way they did that part of the story, it was, it was kind of cool because they didn't reveal all that till the end. Yeah. And you're like, I was like, because I'm like, why the hell... Is God, he's so pissed off at his son. Like, look, he's locked up. He's locked up. Do you want your son to be like that too? But I didn't realize, like, oh, it's because he's in charge now. Yeah. And I actually should have known that because I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> and it was like, his later on, his son took over. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Well, I missed that. Even before I, you know. Oh, I burnt the back of my fucking legs at work yesterday. Oh, so like sunburned? Sunburn. Oh, yeah. Oh, shorts ouch. all day. And then I wore shorts again today. I put sunblock on, though. Good. But they're still, like, <laughs> sitting. I'm trying not to move this leg because it's going to hurt. Ooh, ow. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, Like, I'm a huge true crime buff, TV, movies, docs, books, podcasts, anything. Um, And there's something about the mob that's, like, so fascinating to me and also, like, obviously scary to a point where, like, I won't say anything (laughs) bad about it. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I was thinking that through while, while I was watching this last night, making notes, and I'm like, nah, fuck this guy. And I'm like, man, there's going to be some mobster listening to this going, hey, where do these guys live? We're going to bump where them is, off. Where's this Brentwood Bay they keep talking about? Yeah. We're going to whack them. Mm-hmm. Fucking pod coat, pod, pod whatever, <laughs> fucking hosting. But, like, the mentality of the mob is so interesting and unique with regards to criminality because regular criminals that are like robbers, thieves, burg- burglars, 
um, murders. You know, nobody is exempt. Whereas in the mob and being organized crime, they only go after like each other and like Mm -hmm. opposing mobs. Like they don't fuck with civilians. They don't fuck with people's families and their crime family. Like it's respectable. And they're very like keen and family oriented and like... (laughs) Is that why they call it organized crime? Yeah, because it's, it's organized, organized against each other. <laughs> I never really thought of that. Why they call it organized crime? I'm just, like, it's organized because they're like, this is going to go here. We're going to do or this. We're going like, to do that. That's your section. This is our section. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. I'm an idiot. Yeah, but it's just. It is cool. It's fascinating. Yeah. Because like, it's just like, a, it's kind of like Pablo Escobar, like down, mm-hmm. like the cartel, same fucking yeah. thing. And it's like that he's doing a lot of good. He's yeah. killing bad guy. He yeah, nah, like, he they'd murder innocent people too. Communities well, not, like, not all the time. Commu- the community loved John Gotti. Mm. And like when he died, hundreds of people were like lining the street and being interviewed by the media and they were like, He was a good guy. He did a lot for the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Like, they played a lot of those clips in the in the yeah, uh, movie. And that's something I liked about the movie is they incorporated real live news footage from that time. Mm. There's only one shot where you actually saw John Gotti, like mm-hmm. himself, and everything yeah. else was uh, was Travolta. Travolta. Um, but yeah, like organized crime is so interesting to me because you kind of like, in a weird way, have some sort of level of respect for the mob because they don't target civilians. Like it's just each other. Mm-hmm. Well, um, plus you can't disrespect them. Oh, fuck Because no. they will whack you. Yeah. But... <laughs> There's like, no, like, fuck you, buddy. It's like, mm-hmm. no, he's a made man. Yeah. Shouldn't do that. And, like, the mob's been like that for decades. Like, in the mob museum, we were talking to, like, curators. Um, and we were, like, one of our Uber drivers that day, when they picked us up, they were like, oh, like, what'd you do today? Blah, blah, blah. And we told our Uber driver about the mob. And the general consensus between, like, the museum volunteers... And the Uber driver was that the mob, when they ran Vegas, it was way better run than it is now. Hmm. Like our Uber driver, he was probably 50s to 60s. So he was like alive kinda, in Vegas, like it. peak mob time. And he was like, when Vegas or uh, when the mob ran Vegas, you could come in and get like a huge dinner buffet with steaks and lobster for five bucks. And the mob would take care of you. Like if you didn't have enough, they'd be like, whatever more the merrier type of thing. Whereas now it's super like expensive and stingy. And yeah, our Uber driver was like, Vegas was a lot better when the mob was running it. It's just, if you borrowed money from them, you got, you had to give it back Oh yeah, and you had to treat them with, with respect. And I'm like, fuck, that'd be so fucking cool. Be cool and unnerving at the oh, same time. Oh, it'd be terrifying. Time. I would not borrow money or gamble from anyone at all. Well, just think though, if you're 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 drunk in a casino, you're on a heater, and all of a sudden you're like, boom, snake eyes, I'm like shit, and there's some like some smoking babe that's been hanging on your arm all night. It's like, oh, come on, dog, I can give you a thousand dollars for this one. Just pay me back later, and you lose mm-hmm. her thousand bucks, and all of a sudden she's like, Donnie. 
he owes me a thousand dollars. And then Johnny's like, I'm going to fucking break your legs. You don't pay. And then like you owe us. And then you're in their fucking pocket. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. That would just be, yeah. that would be kind of spooky. That's all. But $5 dinner buffet with yeah. lobster. Yeah, and I, I guess and <laughs> like, it's not going to be shit quality steak and lobster. No, it's, it's going to be, be good. like. The fuck is lobster fun. coming? Lobster coming lobster. from. What, what coast are they getting that from? The East Coast, I, I guess. I hope so. <laughs> Fucking even even flying that shit and feeding a bunch of people in a buffet. That's a lot. I know. That's so much money. Yeah, I just think it's so like interesting and weird that people genuinely were like, Yeah, the mob ran Vegas great. The mob treated people that weren't opposing mobsters great. They flash back and forth a bunch of times. Back to 74, telling us Kitty ain't going to be a cop. Back to 99, then 79. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this movie's jumping around a lot. The one thing I didn't like was John Travolta breaking the fourth wall at the very beginning. And he, was, and he was like, in the mob, you either go to jail or you die. And I did both. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's that, see, that was when I watched it first, where I started laughing. And I was like, I got to stop this and put it on the list. Mm-hmm. Because that opening scene, yeah, was Makes you think it's going to be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then actually, yeah, you, know, you read the reviews and you're like, oh, Travolta puts on a good performance. But that... I'm like, does he? <laughs> yeah, that little opening thing. And then they tuck it into the end, too. And you're like, ah, just don't even... Just don't break just the fourth wall. Open like, with a with a news story like mm-hmm. John Gotti, one of the most notorious mobsters, yep. head of the Gambino family, blah, 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 and he did this and this, and then mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Then we got the we know who he is, and then bam, opening scene. Yeah, yeah, because that that like probably soured it for a lot of people. Oh, totally. People were probably like, "This is stupid." Like us, John Travolta haters, like this turn on, like, "Nope, it's yep. garbage. <laughs> it's terrible." Um, but yeah, apparently, uh, Gotti's. S- eldest son and daughter were like consultants on this movie and were like on set all the time. Like it's a good idea. Yeah. And apparently they even used a lot of Gotti's like accessories and clothing. Like that tweed jacket John Travolta is wearing in the beginning, that gray one when mm-hmm. he breaks a fourth wall, that was like Gotti's jacket. And John Travolta was like in my trivia, I found out that he was like, it was really eerie because it still smelled like his cologne that he wore all the time. And like thinking about that, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, how much cologne did you put on that jacket? He's Italian, probably a lot. He died in 2002. And this was made in 2018, and his jacket still smelled like his cologne. That's, that's wild. They he also just washed don't, it in it. They don't make cologne like they used to. It's crazy how much power the mob had and has that, you know, three guys walk into a bar and shoot this fourth guy there. And he like looks at the bartender and he's like, put that down. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And like, that's it. Like, fuck. I mean, if that were me and someone came into the bar and did that and someone was like, put down that fucking phone, I'd be like, oh my God, okay. Got, I wouldn't even be grabbing the, I probably no, wouldn't I grabbing would the phone. I'd be like, be like, um, okay, I'll wait till you guys leave. Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's, well, what, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, man, if somebody pulled a gun on me, I'd just run. I'm like, I wouldn't run. There's no way you would run. No. Like, they can shoot you while you're running away. Yeah. I would totally just be like, okay, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Why are you pointing a gun at me? Yeah. No. I'll give you, like, I use my phone. It's a piece of shit Samsung. <laughs> you can have it. And then doing research, apparently the Gambino family was the last known activity that I found on Wikipedia was 2014. Because after John Gotti went down, apparently like half of the families 
made men were. Well, yeah, they, they show that at the, at the end. Yeah. Well, the end of the movie. But yeah, apparently the Gambino family was like still active even in 2014. Oh, no doubt. Like that's, you can't, no matter how many people you arrest, you you're never going to arrest it. everyone. And there's no. always going to be someone who's like, we're keeping the family name alive. Yeah. And they start murdering other people and recruiting people. Like that's the crazy thing about gangs. Is they're always recruiting. They're always growing. They never just disappear. There's always no. someone out there that's like, I'm keeping the name of this gang alive. Yeah. wonder how New York's doing without uh, all the garbage on the street being picked up by the mob. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the, that's from what I've heard anyway, is like how it works. They don't, the garbage company is run by the mob. And they pick up all the garbage. Now all, all the garbage hasn't been piling up on the street. And we're talking about the rat wars. Yeah. Yeah, so all the rats are fighting each other and eating each other because they don't have a steady food source and garbage on the street. So I'm like, what is the mob doing right now? Are they quarantined? That's a good question. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do when your job is crime? Yeah, and everybody's at home and you're like, well, I guess we gotta sit inside and wait. They're yeah. playing cards and hanging out with their families. I guess. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good question. Like, what? What, <laughs> what does the mob do in quarantine? Like. I guess they would if you're a criminal. You're like, oh, shit. Or ah, maybe, you just change a crime. Maybe low-key, like, still going about the city. Because if you think about it, like, New York was hit really hard with COVID. Mm-hmm. And all the frontline workers, like nurses, doctors, paramedics, EMTs, um, police officers are probably really stretched thin right now. So there's there's obviously most likely still got to be some ties between police and the mob like we saw in this movie and back in the day. Maybe not as like hmm. not as prevalent. Yeah. I, would, I don't know. I would think that they would still be trying to get protection money from certain companies, like certain businesses mm. and all those small businesses aren't getting enough money from the government to pay oh. the mobsters. So uh, there's yeah. probably a lot of people like, oh, I can't pay you. And they're getting their knees broken and Maybe. feet put in cement boots. Oh, back to the Vegas. How many dead bodies do you think are outside of Vegas in the desert? Oh, fuck. <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> I was thinking of that earlier. I'm like, I wonder how many people are buried in the desert. That's something I thought about because Brian wanted to go on a tour of like the Hoover Dam and it would require us to like leave the city and like mm-hmm. go in the it's desert. Like an, it's like an hour and a half out or two hours outside of and Vegas, um, isn't it? Yeah. And... Gotta get to Harley's. You gotta ride the Harley's out there. I'd be down for that. I don't think he would. No? I don't think he's he, like he's ridden a dirt bike, but I don't think he'd ride like a motorcycle. Oh, once somewhere. you get on a, your first motorcycle, it's either you love it and you fall you fall in love with it, or you hate it and you're like, no, I don't want to do this. I was really stupid the first time I was on a motorcycle. I wasn't like driving it, obviously, um, but my one of my friends got one and he like took me for a rip on it. And, like, I had a helmet on, but I just had my jacket. And, like, hindsight, I'm like, if something happened, like, my skin would be gone, you fucking dumbass. Well, like, yeah. Well, you just think, like, I'm going to get on there. There was a couple times I'd, well, I was an idiot when I had a crotch rocket. I rode the thing in shorts and flip-flops like a... Jeff! Yeah. I oh was twenty. I was 23 or 24. I was stupid. I was so dumb. No, I was 21. God, that was 15 years ago. So that was 22. Holy shit. Wow. It's 2020 already. Yuck. (laughs) Side note, speaking of 2020, do you remember how, like, 
at the end of 2019, people were like, 2020 is going to be such an awesome year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2020 is my year. <laughs> we're five months in and we're like, fuck <laughs> this year. 2020 is, we're never going to speak of it again after this. No. I, I have basically just resolved to it's a write-off year. wait till 2021 for all my resolution. I'm like, fuck it. Yep. Uh, this is, this is, the rest of the year is a write-off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no. done. No, we're still we're still podcast. Twenty twenty is like the worst year. It's it. I don't like this whole like like it's a good idea to go back in phases, but I don't even want to go places having to like either. wear masks and mm-hmm. social distance. It's like it's silly. And it's like I was saying to this, saying this to someone yesterday that how quickly do you think it's going to get out of hand or in hand when people start drinking at a bar? Like, That's what I'm worried about because yeah. especially not with um look at places like the warehouse downtown. You can't move around that place without mm-hmm. touching people. You can't. Yeah. The space between the bar seats and the wall is yeah. three feet. There's no way you could open places like that, which really sucks. And, and you the, couldn't go there. And even with like bars that are reopening in town and around like here closer to home. There are those like niche group of people that think like I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I spend so much money here, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just like picturing those types of people coming to an establishment and getting drunk and like getting rowdy. And especially if like restaurants are putting into place time allotted, like you can't be in the bar longer than two hours. You know, I just... I'm just imagining the policing that's going to have to be done. I'm I'm staying away from every place Mm -hmm. for the, I'm going to keep, I'm liking this, liking this, this, uh, not total isolation, but liking this quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep it going. Yeah. Oh man. So Gotti's kid dies. So this, I was confused about. So his kid gets hit by a car. Yeah. Then they go and murder the guy that ran him over. The, so, so like, was it a hit on his kid? Because they no, never explained that. Because, um, he just the got... guy that hit his kid, he was like, it was an accident. The sun was in my eyes, and then Gotti himself like said to his older son, John Gotti Jr., he was like, it was an accident. Like, it was a complete accident. It happened. Um, and then his wife, because he was a neighbor, I mm-hmm. guess, and um. Like he still had his car and he had the dent in his car from hitting their kid. And John Gotti's wife, Victoria, like went enraged with grief and went after him with a baseball bat. And then after, like we see Gotti talking to his friends and they were like, is she okay?" And he's like, I'm taking her to Florida. So he wasn't around when oh, so it was this like an guy, unsanctioned hit. On, yeah. Okay. I didn't catch. See, I didn't catch that. There's there's a theory that Gotti, um, for his wife, like ordered the hit and then wasn't in town. He was in Florida with his family. Yeah. But that's just a theory. Like honestly, and I don't know anything. I don't know the Gotti's personally, obviously. But the fact that in the movie, and this could have been played for um like a sympathetic edge mm-hmm. i don't know but how god he was like it was an accident it happened yeah you know and he was like my wife freaked out i'm gonna take her to the family i feel like that was more so his like brother in having his back and being like let's go fucking get this guy it just seemed like a strange move for made men who know you don't do unsanctioned hits to go and do that. Yeah. But and then again, 
Gotti wasn't in charge then, so like I guess, but like, but even Paul, because mm-hmm. they were working for the Gambinos at this point, right? I yes, in, but I don't think Paul was in charge yet, though, because who's the boss then? Um, like the boss, whoever the boss was, mm-hmm. the boss is the boss is the boss. Because what would have been like? What the fuck did you guys do? Because what happened in real life that wasn't really touched on in this movie, but it was kind of like alluded at, was that. The Gambino boss before Paul took over um, had initially the underboss was Neil, that guy that ended up dying of cancer. That was oh, right, right, right. So the mentor to Gotti, um, he was the underboss. So he was supposed to be the next boss. Mm -hmm. And then the Gambino boss anointed Paul instead, which pissed off a bunch of the people in the mob because they were like, he hasn't, you know, he's hasn't been in the street. He hasn't worked his way up. Like, what the fuck? Um, so w- I think during the timeline, the unsanctioned hit happened. That, I think, took place before Paul had taken over the Gambino. Hmm. Well, it's interesting that it was there was no backlash from a boss, mm-hmm. whoever the yeah. boss was. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't like, well, had the boss take it when he got back and found out that it happened. Mm-hmm. There was Especially no mention of that. I'm like, well, this is like, that was that's a civilian. Yeah. Yeah. It was unsanctioned. So that guy should have been killed. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, whoever did it. Killed or, or shelved. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. So that I was like, what mm-hmm. the, what the hell? Like yeah. who did this? Why did it happen? Mm-hmm. And why is there no, uh, reaper, consequence? Re- yeah, re- consequence for it. Yeah. This cinematography in this movie was, it irked me yeah. a lot. I didn't like that. There was a shot. He's having a conversation with Buddy. I think it was Angelo in the back, actually. Mm-hmm. And the camera is behind the driver's oh, seat looking yeah. up at him. So it almost looks like he's looking directly into the camera when he's delivering his lines to the guy behind behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? It just seemed like... Like forced trying to be artsy. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Like they were trying to be super... They were trying to be Scorsese, but yes. they were just doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. A lot of shots in the movie, I was like, ah, why did you choose that? Yeah. Just the way they frame stuff, like even the one where he, um, when he's been locked up, he goes to the dentist, shoots mm-hmm. that guy, yeah, and then goes back. I'm like, the I kind of like the way they had it framed up, but I'm like, why don't you add like a move down to the car, or maybe mm-hmm. go lower angles so you get more of the car? And it was just that's just my filmography brain, brain getting in there, going like, oh, yeah. frame that better, fix that <laughs> shot. What are you thinking? Yeah, so, that's a good point. That was one one big problem that I have with this movie because mm-hmm. it was just it could have been great. Yeah. But it lacked a lot. And then they're talking outside and Neil's telling him about um, Sammy Gravano. And um, Gotti's like, do you trust him? I don't trust him. He's never done time. You never trust someone. And then he's like, no, like Frank's really sticking his neck out for him and vouching for him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and we trust Frank. So and Gotti's like, OK. That didn't work. It was not a good idea. Not a good idea. (laughs) Fucking Um, rat. And then his son gets into a bar fight with his friends and someone accidentally dies and Gotti's freaking out and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you dumbass. And they had no idea that someone died. Yeah. Because that whole fight scene too. Uh, sorry to interject. Chaotic. The whole fight scene was chaotic, shot poorly. Mm-hmm. Looked like somebody Very shot. Dark. It was it was bad. And the dialogue leading up to it, I was like, ugh. I know. So like the, the writing in this movie was bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was bad. Some of the conversations, I was just thinking, like, what are you trying to do here? Right. Especially because 
I feel like being the eldest son of an affluent, prominent mob mobster, because he wasn't the boss mm. yet, you'd think that he would, even though he wasn't in the life at that point, you think he would know, like, Carry yourself a little better. Yeah, I can't go around just scrapping. And I can't like chirp at people for being annoying. And that's what it was. Like this guy who wasn't named. We had no idea who he was. We didn't know if he knew John Gotti Jr. was John Gotti's son. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, oh, let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a drink. And they're like, no, like we're fine. And then he kept like chirping and be like, no, I'm going to buy you one. I'm going to buy you one. And then all of a sudden they were like. like, just threw a punch at him. Jay. JGJ, that's what he is in my notes. JGJ, John, John Gotti, Gotti Jr. Jr. Junior. He, yeah, he just decks him, and then it starts a brawl. Like, yeah, it that escalated super quickly, and like I said, the dialogue leading up to it was garbage. Like, I don't, I don't doubt that the fight happened. I just doubt that that's what started it. Like in my mind, John Gotti Jr. probably decked him. Because he was being like disrespectful or something like that behavior. I can see, you know, if you're disrespecting the mob or the guy's dad. Yeah. But just being like, I'm going to buy you a drink. I'm going to buy you like. Yeah. You would have tried to use a little more tact and go like, listen, pal. Yeah. We know him on him. Just go away. Yeah. Fuck off. And then his, one of his buddies was like, you know who this guy is? Oh, God. It's fucking John Gotti Jr., bro. Yeah. Fuck off with your shots. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's got a short fuse, but he didn't seem like that kind of person. No, no. At all. He in never this. once displayed that kind of behavior like throughout no. the whole movie. Soft spoken, seemed seemed like the life was kind of what he wanted because his dad wanted yeah, that. Yeah, because he loved his dad so much. Yeah. Didn't seem like he wanted it at all. Mm-mm. We saw that, like, you know, even he served they I got the Years were confusing at the end. How many years did he serve in In total, he served 11. Okay, he did say 11. His plea was for five to six. And then when he had his meeting with his dad and his dad was like, don't sign a plea because as soon as they have you, they're not going to let you go. So how many years was that at? Um, He was in prison at that point and got released to go see his dad for legal advice or whatever. Because like I said, like you could tell in prison that some of them, some of the guards were like this with oh, yeah. God. Yeah, totally. I don't know how many, he, he mustn't have been in jail or in prison for that long because he had a plea bargain on the table. Mm-hmm. Like plea bargains aren't offered <clears throat> up after a verdict has been, re- after a verdict has been reached and you're serving time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was probably like arraigned, put in prison, before his trial, didn't make bail because his dad was in jail, so his dad couldn't post bail. Um, and so he was probably waiting for a trial because he went to his dad, and his dad was like, no, nothing's tying you to them. Like, go to trial. And he was like, no, I just want to sign a plea mm-hmm. and get my time over with. So starting there, he was probably in prison for a few months, maybe a year at the so max was this because the prosecution is putting together their case. Well, this is what confused me then. Cause yeah. Okay. If that's the case, he's been there for, he's been waiting, awaiting trial. But then at the end, was there like another flash forward 11 years? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't, they didn't, yeah. they didn't fucking make that clear at all either. I know. All they do is they show, cause what year was like, it was 99, 1999. He was awaiting trial. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Gotti died in 2002. Yeah. That's three years. Yeah. They show him, in jail, look, oh, John Gotti has died today. And, and then his... 
like and third then, year in prison. So half of his, the sentence he was expecting. Yeah. And then they don't like really explain to you that, oh, now it's been another eight years. Mm-hmm. Like what? He yeah. still looks the same. I know. They just grade his hair a bit. <sighs> and his yeah. wife still looked the same and as if like 11, oh, I guess she's mob wife. She has to stay faithful. But fuck, 11 years. I know. I mean, like, listen. Three years in, babe. You got eight more years. Mm, we got to move on. Gotta... But that's the thing. He didn't know it was an extra eight years because, like, fasting, fasting forward in the movie, he his plea was for, like, five to six. And he was mm. like, I'll be out in five to six. And then afterward, once John Gotti had died, and that's when, like, other big mobsters were going down in the Gambino family and in other families. Yeah. Um, well, they tacked on like another 90 some years. Didn't yeah. They? And then John Gotti Jr. was like, what the fuck? And then six years became 11. And then they were trying to tack on more time. And he and then that's when he started like fighting and appealing and yeah, they got did. released after 11 years. I feel like they didn't uh, make that super clear in this movie. No, God, no. They were just all. trying to tie it up fast. They were like, like, John Gotti's dead. Like, I'm like, oh, you've done the research on this. I'm like, where are you getting all this info? I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. <laughs> it wasn't in there. No, it wasn't. So, yeah, this movie just skimmed over so much information. This movie, remember a while ago I was talking about how, oh, when we watched uh, G.I. Joe, and I said that G.I. Joe made me realize what I didn't realize when the Warcraft movie came out, and I know the lore and I enjoyed it, but Brandon isn't really into it, so he had no idea what was going on, and it was really confusing. This movie was like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just well, speeding through some things and slowly going through other things, and, like, the timeline, aside from 99 and 80s, it wasn't specific. And if you're if you're just watching this because you're like, yeah, I've watched The Departed... I really like mob movies. You'd be confused watching this. I yes, that was exactly me because there were I, I even the first twenty minutes. There was a couple times I had to skip back because mm-hmm. I would just lo- I would look away or lose focus for a second and go back and like what the what the hell just happened? Yeah, I'm like oh that was important information. Ugh, this is this was not a movie where you could be distracted by your phone at no. all because you had no. to listen. There was so every scene was just dialogue driven. Mm-hmm. So much dialogue. Like I made a comment. So many names because we find out like Willie's an informant next. They For 19 years, 19 he was years. an informant. And there's a scene where he's like. So basically like he's the telling, majority of his mob career, he yeah. was an informant for the FBI. He's sitting there telling uh, John, young John Gotti an entire massive story. All this information that while his dad's sitting over there playing cards and I'm like. What what spurred this conversation? Mm-hmm. He just starts, let me tell you a story about your dad and just yeah. tells him all this detailed information. I'm like, why are you doing this? He didn't ask. It's not a normal mob guy thing to do. I don't think either sit there and fucking chat. Mm. Like, yo, let me tell you all about your dad. And I'm like, here's everything. And like, you just assume that he already knows that. Yeah. He's a fucking mob guy's son. And then, yeah, so then we just jump right to Willie in, in court with John Gotti, and it's like, oh, he was an informant, that's why. Yeah, like, which was... Oh, and he's like, give me a pass. Please, give me a pass. He did not get a pass. No. Fuck, if... Honestly, were you expecting a pass? Really? You're an informant for 19 years, you think... He should have just You're gonna get a pass. And not freaked out. Yeah. And been like, it's all fucking bullshit, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Then then the next scene, after, like, so they shoot him, and then it's, uh... What's his name? Le- not Leo? Neil. Neil. Neil's funeral. Ooh, and that's such a quick shot there, too. I'm like, who the fuck's funeral are they at? Yeah. So I had to skip back again, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's a half-second-long shot mm-hmm. of Neil's face. 
And that's what was the clincher in Gotti deciding Paul well, yeah. Cass- because he'd been he'd been cast Castanello. Cast, yeah, Paul Castanello had to go because, you know, the underboss of the previous mob mob uh, boss, and then the underboss of the current one died, and the mob boss didn't come to the funeral, which oh, yeah, in right, my yeah. research was a big deal. Like, yeah, he's like obviously Paul Paul, C- Paul sends his come. condolences. Yeah, like, and whoa, dude. And then it shows Gotti and Neil before he died talking about how. If you want to take Paul out, you need to get the approval of the other four families. And that was the point where I'm like, holy shit, like, that's a lot. They're just naming this guy, I'll tell this guy, and this guy, I'll talk to this guy, he'll handle these people, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, this is kind of neat, but I'm like, holy shit, it's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And then I love when he's explaining, he's like, and then the, the five families make a fist. Yes. I'm like, who the fuck are they going to punch with it? I'm yeah. like, and then the next scene, I'm like, oh, Paul. they're shooting Paul yeah. right out front of a hotel. I'm like, damn. Right outside he's- of the steakhouse restaurant. Like, like, that's I, the wild thing about the mob is like that shit just happened, but it was controlled. It wasn't like a random act of like violence that sh- regular psychotic shooters do where they're just like mowing down everybody. It's controlled. Mm. If you're going to have crime, it better be organized. It crime. better be controlled. Leave me out of it. Yeah, there's some innocent people got killed now and then, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, but not never intentional with the mom. It's so crazy because when John Gotti, after Paul was killed and he was elected like interim boss, um, he became this huge media tycoon. Like as a mob boss, like it was like, Oh, the Dapper Don, the Teflon Don, the mob boss, John Gotti. You know, that wasn't happening with previous mob bosses. Like, and that's one thing that in my research, people in other families were kind of getting really annoyed. They were like, he's always in the fucking paper and on TV and like. Well, it's because you look at photos of him. He was always smiling. Mm-hmm. Always looked like he, every photo I saw on, on Google was like, yeah. oh, he's always smiling. What the hell? I look Even at... his mug, sh- like his most yeah. famous mug shot, yeah. he was like. Fucking smiling. Yeah. So maybe he just had a lot more. Uh... That's the word I'm looking for. Charisma? Yes. Yeah. More charisma well, than the rest. Well, the, it seemed like you never saw Paul in this no. movie at all. The only time you did was at the steakhouse and he was like. Yeah, Paul ain't going to make it. Yeah. You didn't even see him, I don't think, like his face, did you? You just saw a body getting shot. Yeah. Because I don't think they made it so you they just didn't reveal him at all. Mm-hmm. Unless I missed that. There was a brief so. shot of like his face like that in the car. Hmm. The presence that John Gotti had, that was probably like the peak point where even civilians and people who weren't affiliated with the mob were like, yeah, he does a lot for the community. He's a nice guy. Because there were hundreds of people at his funeral procession. Hmm. Be weird. Like, wouldn't that be really? Just think about that for a second. What if there were some criminals in in our area here on the on the peninsula mm-hmm. that were like pumping money into everything, and we knew about it. We knew that they were murdering people, murdering other rival crime mm-hmm. family. Like, just imagine if we lived among that. I know. That's crazy. I know. That's an insane thing. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, it just happens. It's just like, yeah. fuck, we're really lucky. To not be like this, you know, know, you cross the wrong person, your your dog gets its head chopped off. Like, yeah, and that's like ugh. that comes back to like Vegas with my like six year old Uber Uber driver being like, yeah, 
when Vegas was run by the mob, it was great. Like people, people were like, they do a lot for the community. They're okay in my book. Yeah. It's just wild to think that there's people that live in, in places that, like that. Yeah. And like the kind of person that just has to turn a blind eye to it too and go, eh, you know, it's cool. They do a lot for the community. It's like, well, you're, you're allowing murder and you're cool with it. That's another fucked up. Yeah. Part of all of this, yeah. So that that's oh man, I'm you know, like I'm glad I don't live in a place like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I, how I would feel about it. I know if right? it was like happening down the down the street. Yeah. Oh, they killed another bad person, but they only kill bad people. It's like were they Dexter? <laughs> like it's yeah, it's, it's messed up. Okay, hour in, we see Chan. He's playing Insanity. Mm-hmm. Oh, and back and to, then, I'm like, oh, back to ninety nine again. Yeah, and then Chin is like, we you know we know that they like the group of them had a deal in killing Paul because Paul and Chin were really close. That's why Chin wasn't That's part right. of Gotti yeah. going to him and asking. They said he will just follow suit though. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chin ordered a hit on Frankie who was like beloved by Gotti and Neil before he died. Oh, yeah, who right. brought blew, in blew Sammy. Yeah, blew his car up, which apparently bombs are not a thing that the mob yeah. appreciates they said, they or said, does. Like, we don't do bombs, we don't do this, we don't kill innocents, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, in retaliation, made Ange... Put the uh, hit out on put, gas pipe? On gas pipe, because gas pipe. gas pipe was the one who did the bomb. But then the hit on gas pipe fails, and he only gets like clipped in the arm and the leg, and he lives... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first, like, probably one of the first rules of being in the mob is make sure your hit is dead. Oh, yeah. Just drive away. Yeah. You know it's going to come back to bite your ass. And it does. He gets caught, Mm -hmm. hung up, shot, uh, executed after he gives up a name. Mm -hmm. Really easily, I might add. Yeah, like, he starts off and he's like, I won't tell you, I'll never tell you. And then he shoots him in the dick. And then there's no blood. Like, there's no bleeding. No. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought you shot him in the leg. Because I'm like, if you shot him in the dick, he'd be screaming. Screaming. I thought he shot him in the dick because, A, that's what that, it looked like he aimed with. And, B, I thought he, he shot was, him in like in the thigh. They would have shot like, it, Just though. looked like he just pointed down and shot under his waist. But that's... I, th- I had no way thought, oh, my God, he just shot him in the dick. See, I, th- I thought that because when they showed, like, the assassination of Paul, they showed, like bullet here, bullet here. Like, they didn't shy away from showing, like, guys being shot in the head. So why would they not show him being shot in the leg? That's why I thought I did not think that at all. I did not for a second go, oh, my God, he shot him. I thought just thought he pointed at his leg and shot him in the leg and was like, I can make this pain stop. If you shot him in the dick, you're liable to pass out Mm -hmm. because it's a major fucking artery. It's a lot. It would you would be pumping blood so fast you wouldn't be able to fucking think. True. You bleed to death in like a minute. True. I, that's that would be my thought. Mm. That's why I thought he shot him in like the leg off oh. to, off off the side but from your the artery. There. Off the side though, just grazed them or shot in the meat because if he mm. shoot right in the like towards the, I don't know where the fucking artery. But then is. you could hit your femur and that would hurt even more. Your femur is the large. We're well, yeah. like we're like where would he get Welcome shot? Welcome to health talk. <laughs> where the best place good shot is. Either way, there was no blood. Yes, and then. If a mob, if a mobster is saying to you, "I can make it go away," you know he's gonna shoot you. Yeah, you know you're fucking like, dead. So he's why would kill you, you? Why would you give up the name anyway? Like, yeah, because he was a well, he was an idiot. Yeah, I don't know who this guy was, but he was an idiot. He missed the his hit, yeah. and then he got caught really easily, mm-hmm. and then gave up the name. I, I love this scene. Johnny gets a he's a made man now. 
Yeah. And I love the scene. He's like, this is the proudest moment of my life. And he's like, look at us. Look at us. I'm like, oh, this is so cheesy. Like, even that, I'm like, you guys like, so the family signed off on that? It just seems so cheesy. Well, Because it's usually know. just a, yeah. Because even, like, from what I've seen and heard about, like, Italian families, like, they're so close and they're so, like. See, this, this is what's going to get me shot. Passionate with each other that, like, to me, yeah, I don't think that exact thing happened, but I have no doubt that John Gotti Sr. was like, this is the proudest moment of my life. Yeah, I like, guess. I here. guess. I don't think it was like I just hammed felt, up that much. Yeah, it just felt super fucking cheesy from a mm-hmm. viewer standpoint. But I have no, I have like every time I saw them like interacting and like him grabbing him by the neck and just doing like, like yeah. right here, I'm like, that's 100%. Italian. Real. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now we'll go right to his wedding. He's getting married. I'm like, holy shit, this movie's just jumping all over the place. Right. And then blah, blah, blah. He gets so God, he gets indicted, indicted a fifth time. Gets locked up this time because mm-hmm. fucking, uh, what's his face there? Rats. Oh, Sammy. yeah, Sammy. He turns Five on life him. sentences. I why yeah. They, I don't know why they're like, we sentence you to 12 life sentences. And each one's 25 years. Just say life sentence. It's life. Yeah. I Like... That's one thing you get life. Yeah, that's one thing I don't understand is like, yeah, five consecutive life sentences. I'm like, he's not gonna live five times. No, it just seems like well, you, you're not gonna be yeah, you're not gonna live 125 years from now on. Yeah. Can Dang. you imagine the big fuck you to yeah. like someone who gets I'm five life sentences? 164 bitches. Like, I made it. How is he still alive? Yeah. Just robot parts. So now everybody get murdered after this. Family start getting shot up. Everybody yeah. starts getting arrested. No, they're not getting arrested yet, because the sun gets. Oh yeah, maybe there. I, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> right. Then because like it all it just goes shit, boom, boom, boom. People getting shot, arrested, and then it's like, oh, and now the son is the boss because he's like, stand down, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. My my father says still in charge. Well, my father says goes, and I'm like, yeah. all right, fine, we'll stand down. And he's the boss. Then he gets arrested. Now we're like, oh, now we've come full circle from the start. <sighs> And the one thing, like, when he got arrested at his home... Well, there were, like, 30 FBI agents. Yeah. So excessive. It looked like... Also, it looked like he had a son and a daughter. But then when he gets released, there were two boys there. Well, and I'm like... <laughs> there were huh? a bunch of unknown characters. We didn't... I didn't know Gotti had a son named Peter. Yeah. If he mentions him at the end, you're like, oh, what? Where has he been through for the whole oh, story? Oh, no, that's his brother. I thought, I thought he said... I thought it said son. Is his brother? He had... Yeah, John Gotti... Had okay, many siblings, and his brother Peter took over leading the well, mob. He was calling him Pa, though. He was sitting at his side, going, "What do we do, Pa? What do we do?" Oh, had I had his... the fucking subtitles oh, on. Oh, he had a son named Peter too. But yes, his, but his his brother Peter is the one who took over. Well, I'm talking about the kid who was in the <laughs> oh. fucking hospital room with him when he was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like. I didn't know he had a son. They didn't mention him at all yeah. during this movie. And all that of a sudden, was, he's like, uh, "My son Peter stayed with me." I'm like, what? "That was probably huh? the really young one that was friends with Frankie when Frankie was killed when he was 12." And even, Peter was 10. Even that, like that whole section of the movie is like two minutes long. Just, you don't get into anything here. Um, I did love how like all those FBI agents break in there. Then there's just a random shot of like three of them standing outside, like having a smoke or I something. Know. I'm like, what is the director thinking? It was like a cheesy wannabe Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. That la- even the, even the end where everybody's getting shot. It was like the end of Goodfellas or the end of yeah. fucking like just. Uh-huh. 
music playing, but it was a shitty, the soundtrack oh, was garbage. That's what I said. My next note, I was like, I'm not loving the soundtrack. It's not fitting the theme or the atmosphere of the movie at all. No, it was a bad, bad soundtrack. Well, It was the, like they paid Travolta too much money. They couldn't afford to spend money on decent music. They didn't. The soundtrack guy was Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Really? Yeah. In my trivia, the soundtrack guy was Pitbull because he was like, John Travolta's on. I really want to do the soundtrack. The song at the very end, at the the song in the credits is the one that sounds the most authentic, and it only lasts for 30 seconds, and then it turns into a shitty rap by Pitbull. Six television. No, that's Sean Paul. Still, this is still terrible. And I'm like, is Pitbull... It's Pitbull. Oh my God. No wonder it was so bad. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. The sun ends up getting out after 11 years. Ooh, and then after was so fighting it. <sighs> and the prosthetics they used on John Travolta when he was gaudy in prison in 1999 looked really good. Like when he was talking and emoting, they weren't like yeah. stiff. Like so they, they were moving with the authentic movement of his mouth and his face. So I did appreciate that. And snip it at the end, though. But you're never gonna meet someone like me if you live to be five thousand. Yeah, and leaves. I'm gonna get so whacked for this. Well, that, I'm like, I why? Know. Why did you bother with the end? If he like, if he genuinely said that, and it was like on his he, deathbed yeah, or something, don't make it young him breaking the fourth wall. No, just have that as a voiceover at yeah. the end. You're never gonna meet someone like me. Or like, if that was like one of the last things he said. Put in quotes at the end of the movie because yeah. they did like uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff after that. They're yeah. like, this happened. All those people that testified and shit got mm-hmm. let out, which is fucked up. I know. Then it's, it's a whole thing, right? Like, like don't cheapen how... it. But yeah, don't cheapen it and be like, you're never going to meet another guy like me if you live to 5,000. Yeah, like, the, the, even the way, he, I don't know. Like I you know. said, maybe that's the way he said it. I don't know. I don't want to criticize because I want to get shot. <laughs> but that was gaudy. Yeah. It was better than I th- expected. It was. Better than I expected, and but not as good as it could have been. Oh, it could have been great. Could have been really good. And I, like, there have been a lot of movies about John Gotti made from, like, the 60s until this is the most recent one, I think. I don't know. yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one is the best one, which one is the best ratings. Didn't look into it. But you would think... That like a perfect example of what I'm trying to convey is the Bradley Cooper A Star Is Born that came out this past Still year. Still haven't seen it. Uh, like f- four or five remakes has it been, and this is like number oh, yeah. five. And this one was really good. And I would expect that if you're going to remake a movie or make a movie about a historical figure or a person in history that's been done at least five times already, I would think that you would make it the best, the best one that's been released. Well, that's the thing, right? It's all that comes down to who, who, who directs it, who's in it, who the supporting actors are, who Mm -hmm. the lead actor is. It's a combination of so much stuff. And you just put it in the hands of the wrong person without someone beside them going, mm, hold on, yeah. let's change this a little bit, then and it's doomed. They were on the right track with having Gotti's oldest children on as like yeah. creative directors and well, that, like, using Gotti's clothing and accessories and using John Travolta. Surprise, surprise. He was actually... He was the best part of this movie. Yeah. He was. And I also really liked the fact that 
aside from John Travolta, I didn't really recognize any other actor in this movie, which for me kind of made it more like real. Yeah. This just, it seemed like a lot of uh, the B-list mob movie guys though. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like yeah. you watch something like the, the departed mm-hmm. It's fucking so good. Good fellas. So yeah. good. Casino. So good. Um, the Godfather. But, yeah, and you watch this, so you're like, Ew. yeah, man, he's it just. I don't know. The casting could have been a little better. I don't know. Let's. What do you? What do you rate this? I I wrote down my rating this time. Ooh. I rate this six John Travolta wigs out of eleven John Gotti cologne smeared jackets Ooh. because I liked. I like the fact that they used his kids and they used his clothes. Like I said, um. But the soundtrack, the pacing, and the storytelling was not good. And, yeah. I'm going to give this five over here's <laughs> out of ten over this. Oh, right down the, like right down the Right down the middle because Travolta surprised me. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. Yeah. And I feel like had he had a better, a better director... And a, 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 a few better supporting actors. Mm-hmm. And just a little more character development. Maybe mm-hmm. slow the story down a little bit. Having Let some of those scenes breathe. Yeah. It, it would have... And cut out this silly break in the fourth wall off the top yep. of the tail. You don't need those. 100%. Get rid of it. Yeah, just make it a little less jumping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Just a little more cohesive More streamlined. Story yes. Yeah. That would have made it better for me. So better. But I'm going to give it a half right down the middle. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What? I just watched the first one on the weekend. What? Pacific Rim Uprising. It's on Netflix too. I know it is. I started watching it as background sound the other day, and I was like, I wonder if that'll be on. Yes, that's hilarious. Pacific Rim 2 next week, folks. I was going to do the first one because I love it. You hate it. But we have. Yeah, we have to save it for Tyler so he can sit here and be like, yeah, Katie, you're right. I have to have someone else over here. You know what, though? I'd hate to admit this. It's better than I remembered, but still, there are still so many parts that just made me go, ugh. Oh, I love it. This is so silly. You know what's funny? When you were sending me a Snapchat of you watching it, the part you were watching <gasps> was the part that Brandon, one of his brothers, Nick and I, always quoted to each other. It was the part where part the guy that? in the purple is at the desk, and he's like, man's got to do what a man's got to do, brother. Like, oh, yeah. We always quote that to Man's gotta do what a man's gotta like, do, brother. Eats the last cookie. Man's gotta do what a man's gotta do, brother. <laughs> I'm so excited. Because right. this one, I don't like. Well, maybe I'll like it then. Oh, maybe. <laughs> then the three of us will have a lot of stuff to argue about. Should be good. It'll be fun. Tune in next week, everybody. With that said, bye. Bye. This is Real Garbage. <laughs>